0: Now I've got a really special guest and he's come into this, it's not really a studio, I'll tell you the truth. It's a bedroom and the microphone is on top of an ironing board. But that's a bit of New Zealand uh, DIY right there. And uh, we're still beginning with this, you know, the setup and the microphone is good. That's important. That's, that's That's the main thing. At least it's nice and clear for all of you guys, wherever you are, driving, walking, running maybe you can all listen to this podcast. So I appreciate you guys listening to it so far. It has been incredible. The feedback has been great. So today we've got um we've got Alexander Kush. Now, he's been involved with I'm adopted since pretty much since day 1. In fact, I think his story was one of the first ones that was shared on the page back in 2015. So he's joined me here and I'm going to get him onto the seat he's going to talk about his story talk about his background and talk about growing up in germany and new zealand so he is actually adopted from romania i know right it's not a russian adoptee i know everyone's shocked it's different this time so he's actually a romanian adoptee that was raised in germany and came to new zealand in 2006 with his family heidi and walter and his brother colin so i'm going to get him to sit down tell us his story and start from the beginning, and I think you guys will find it very interesting. So here he is, Alexander Kush. Hi, my name is Alexander Kusch, and for
1: those of you that haven't heard about me, here's a bit of background around, about me. I'm originally adopted from Romania in 1997 by a German family, by my parents, Heidi and Walter, and I've also got a brother who's adopted from Romania, Colin. And we moved to New Zealand in 2006 when I was 11. And we've been living in New Zealand for 13 years. And in 2015, I became part, supported I'm Adopted. And I've also been quite involved in global adoption advocacy. Highlights of that included speaking overseas at different forums and at different parliaments. And the biggest highlight so far probably has been doing a TEDx talk. And the the highlights for I'm Adopted has been being as a group of us going to Parliament in 2017, where we've shared about our mission of reuniting adoptees with their birth family and, and sharing what adoption can be can achieve if done correctly. And we've also had numerous meetups. A recent one was on a w- recent weekend in Wellington.
0: So there is Alexander Kush introducing his life, his background about being adopted from Romania, and of course his involvement with the I'm Adopted community, and project and he's actually an ambassador for I'm Adopted and he has been since 2015 I believe and he he did come to us to parliament to talk to the government down there with us which was which was incredible and he's been a very he's had a big role in I'm Adopted since day one really and this is just an incredible story so he's going to get into depth now of all of his story his background some challenges and some some of his trips that he's done in the past with going back to Romania and I guess doing what he can to try and reopen adoptions from Romania and New Zealand. And in 2015, Alex went to Romania and appeared on a Romanian television show. One one of the biggest, obviously, in Romania, it was pretty pretty insane and pretty crazy. And he went there to go and talk about reopening adoptions between Romania and New Zealand. And he actually got a he got a bit of a surprise on television and i He's going to talk about this, and it's it's a really emotional time for him, and it was definitely a life-changing experience.
1: So as I entered into the TV show the second day, I just felt there was something different. I felt really nervous. I could feel something was up. And, and I could also feel it when my translator was talking to me. All of a sudden, I entered into, onto stage. Everyone was watching me, and all of a sudden, the host said, Alex, we've got a surprise for you. Here's your biological birth mom, and your biological stepfather, and three of your step-siblings. And I was just like, what? I was just in shock. I just was like in a movie, time slowed down. Everything seemed to go really slow. When she came up, then she hugged me. I was just like, what? I don't even know this woman. And she started crying. And I was just like, what? And I just told her to calm down. And I was just shocked. I was like, so shocked. And the first thing they asked her was, why was Alex given away for adoption? Her response was the following. I didn't want Alex. And I couldn't take care of him. they kept asking questions and questions and questions it felt a bit like the inquisition like an interrogation but then i said to, i looked at the host and i said it's enough now you of all people should know better than this given your age and you and hopefully your knowledge of the remain of the times in romania when i was adopted because during that time there was A dictator called Nicolae Ceausescu who was a dictator for a couple of decades and he forced the women to have at least five children and the economic situation at that time in Romania was deteriorating it went downhill women were so poor that they even ended up having either backstreet abortions or gave up the kids into the orphanages so I was one of those kids that was lucky to have not been aborted I'm clearly here with you today But I was put into an orphanage, and they, and they, yeah, as you've all, as you can see in documentaries, they were not great. But I said to the host, I might be upset, you know, I would, I might be upset or whatever, but I'm actually really grateful that I was adopted. Otherwise, I wouldn't be where I am today. And if I, if I, if I can forgive my birth mom, I think you, as a whole country, which is 21 million people, can forgive the other. M- mothers that had to give away the kids d- due to the economic situations in the 90s. And then he just looked at me and he agreed. But then also my, my stepsister was asked so how do you feel about meeting Alex today for the first time? She just looked at me with her eyes and looked me dead in the eyes and said Alex is just scum. I was like, whoa. But I looked at her and then at the host and everyone and I said, she's just in shock. She's in shock and she probably doesn't mean it. And that went on and then I and then the show finished. But I was also told on the show that three of my six step siblings died at birth. But after the show was talking a translator and going through some of my adoption documents we had photographs and proof that they were still alive. So I asked her about it separately, cross-examining her and the biological stepfather. And we found out that they were actually still alive. So they were just there to, you know, get attention. But it was really a crazy moment for me because it really made me, you know, speak up for what I believed. And after the show I all of a sudden found myself on the floor, on a hard concrete floor, for minutes having passed out.
0: I guess it was a lot of emotions for Alex. And as you can tell in his voice, he was going through a lot during that time of the television show in Romania. As well as going through the traumatic experience, I I understand. And I guess with hearing those words saying scum, you know, all of those words thrown at you. You wouldn't know what to expect, what will be going through your mind, especially with it all happening all so fast. And every sto- like I say all the time, every story is different and every story is unique. And this definitely was a story that stood out to me. And as well as doing all of this, Alex has helped a lot with I'm Adopted as well as his own adoption advocacy. That includes going to the parliament in Romania, which he did around the same time as this. He's done it twice already and he, was, he also came with us. To Wellington to speak in the government with I'm Adopted and we went all down there in 2017 and he really stood out and he told a story and a lot of people did find that emotional and of course heartwarming at the same time so he's going to continue on and now talk about some of his highlights that he's done throughout the last couple of years as well as his work involved with I'm Adopted so some of
1: my highlights as I've mentioned earlier on has been speaking in the Romanian Parliament three times going with I'm Adopted to the New Zealand Parliament in 2017. And I've also presented at a global adoption conference where I actually sh- shared in a scientific manner the important work that we at I'm Adopted have been doing and giving a TEDx talk last year. So That's been a real, some real highlights for me. So I guess starting off, my first ever public speech actually I've ever done was in 2013 in the Romanian Parliament to so give evidence with other adoption advocates and experts and i had one week to prepare and three days before flying out to europe i had campbell life knocking on my door and just for those of you that are overseas or in new zealand that that don't know what campbell life is it's which a famous new zealand current affairs journalist called john campbell so yeah it was from current affairs show and they they turned up at our place and want to interview our family about my story. So that was my first time on TV as well. So I had the whole program, national TV, and then into parliament four days later. So that was really intense. And what stood out to me was not just only sharing my story, but hearing the other stories. And one thing that really stood out to me was when one young woman in her 20s stood up and said, the conditions in the orphanage were as bad, if not worse, than the then the conditions at Auschwitz. And that just really made me like. Everyone like went silent, didn't know how to respond to that. And then we all shared our story and I shared my story. And it was really emotionally draining, but it felt also really good to hope fully contribute to some change but that we sadly had to find out a couple of months later that at that time and further on sadly they didn't decide to make any changes because they had own personal vested interest in keeping adoption closed in the meantime and in 2015 I went back again for a short discussion again about adoption with other people there but nothing happened and very few people sadly turned up that time and then in 2018 when I, when I had been nominated by a Romanian foundation for, for the advocacy that I'd been doing over the years on adoption and I actually had a chance to address some senior parliamentarians that weren't there the first two times and I actually shared my story and the highlights were when I was adopted my parents were told by a psychologist Alex won't ever be able to go to university and he won't be able to lead a normal life and that's right I didn't lead a normal life I mean, I did last year my first ever TEDx talk where I shared about the highlights of my personal journey and why I think I'm a why adoption is so important for kids that have that don't have a permanent family, or why the work that we do at I'm Adopted is so vital. But also a highlight was going with Alex Gilbert and all of the team at I'm Adopted in 2017 to the New Zealand Parliament and sharing why it's so important to have an open dialogue about adoption and why it's so important to, you know, provide people with adopted p- chil- children and people with an opportunity to connect with their family, be- with their biological families, because a sense of belonging is really vital and a lot of adoptees can derive that from meeting their birthing, but they, it's also, pr- also from a professional sense relevant, especially medical conditions of somebody's planning to have children. So that was a really highlight, and you know, bringing different agencies together for the first time when we were there. That was really interesting. And then last year, I went with Dr. Rhoda Sherman from A U T Auckland University of Technology to Icar Six Global Adoption Research Conference, and I was really lucky that she invited me to take part in her study, where we looked at the important work that I'm adopted is doing in reuniting birth families, and we found that the digital space is very unique and we found that it actually gives adoptees a sense of belonging and that it actually provides a lot of adoptees in their own sense to do their own advocacy or share why it's important to share the experience so we found that it's really important for parents to be aware of the challenges that adoptees face especially in their critical times of development so when they're you know first off like Six to five, and then when they go into the teenage years, or twelve to thirteen, but then another critical stage is when they're in the early twenties, when they start forming the first serious relationships and their identity fully starts to develop. So that was really interesting, and we hope to do some more research into how digital spaces like I'm Adopted is really making a difference for adopted, and why you know why I think I'm Adopted should you know is so unique and should be further supported, and. Yeah, so I'm really proud to have been to be part of I'm Adopted and to share the amazing work that that's being done. You know, we just recently had an amazing story, you know, keep get, having amazing stories of people finding their birth families and then providing a sense of closure. But my personal interest is, is talking about adoption advocacy and adoption policy. Because sadly, in the last couple of, of years, there's been a rapid decline in international adoption, which is related to a lack of with lack of countries opening adoptions... and uh, the rules being really restricted around adoption... despite there already being the inter the intercountry adoption Hague protocols... and the United Nations Convention of the Right of the Child... but different countries have different views on that... and I guess it's the, ta- it's the responsibility of the... you know, I guess for countries to find the right balance... because I think ultimately the rights of the child needs to be at the center of every decision and the well-being but a lot of times you know other interests like national interest or geopolitics or in simple terms ego of countries come in the way but i think countries need to look at you know the conditions of children and that they can actually help those countries build better relations as well in the future and i think that's something that i want to do whatever i end up you know what i'm going to be doing you know, I want to, you know, I'm always proud to be Romanian, but also German and New Zealand, so I can bring those three countries together.
0: It's all about knowing your identity and knowing your background. And as you can, as you can understand, and when you're listening to what he has done, he's done a lot that is close to him. What is important to him and why it's quite, it is very important to make that connection as an adopted person Now I've known Alex for a few years now, in fact more than that, I would say five years, five, six years, and he reached out to me through the adoption agency here and I met him for the first time and since then we've been working together a lot with I'm Adopted and he has helped a lot with the events as well as being a good friend. He has helped a lot with all of this with I'm Adopted. He's been involved in a lot of our meetups, a lot of our events and of course a lot of our sort of story side reaching out to other people sharing their stories and what is important so when it comes to I'm Adopted we do learn a lot over the last four years since we began the project I certainly have and I'm sure Alex has as well and I I do feel that things are changing and in a good way for us and reaching out to other adoptees is definitely the best thing that we could ever do for I'm Adopted
1: yeah so it's been quite a journey for us and i'm adopted and i'm really proud to have been part of it and as alex gilbert mentioned early on i reached out to him in 2015 we got connected through icans intercountry adoption new zealand through their, their director wendy Hawke, who introduced us and i still remember we had our first meeting in albany which is about 40 which is about half an hour away from from the center from auckland and we met at a met at a coffee, and we got to meet each other first time, and, and Alex shared with me that he's working in TV, and then later on in that year, he told me about he wants to start a project, and asked if I wanted to get invo- involved, and I said, of course, yes, given my interest in adoption advocacy as well, and it's been quite a journey, and I've learned a lot along the way from people, from Alex, and <coughs> I think what I've really, I guess, learned is that every story is unique. And I've also learned that, you know, adoption isn't as wanted. I mean, there are sites where people face challenges that I can't relate to. And I've kind of, it helped me shape my view on adoption when I am today. I think it's a great opportunity, but I also realize it needs to be done in the proper way that is beneficial to the child, but then everybody else involved. Because there's a reason why we have certain processes in place, such as the inter-country adoption, you know, global convention, the Hague Adoption Convention or the United Nations Convention of the Right of the Child with the relevant articles on ad- inter-country adoption. And I think a big part of that, what we have focused on at I'm Adopted, relates to specific those articles in Article 1 to 4 of The Hague, which basically provides a framework for adopted people to get to know their background. But what, I'm, what we've also learned is through our platform and from talking to people at different meetups, that it actually really gives p- some people it gives them a sense of peace when they meet their their biological families. But other people they just want it in terms of curiosity and I definitely fall into the later camp. And we've also learned it's a journey, it's a roller coaster. So many stories we've heard where people had the most craziest meetings or the craziest revelations. We I still remember with Alex and some of our other ambassadors, we had an we had a facebook event where we we had a facebook live where people could share their stories and i still remember the first time being confronted with a story where a woman shared with us she only found out in her 50s or 60s that that she was adopted and we were all like what and it took us quite some time to get our thoughts and give an give a response that was you know compassionate and appropriate and one thing that we've learned we can't give we can't force people what to do and we don't want to we only want to share our own experiences and what we think we have taken away what we have learned from other people's stories because ultimately i'm adopted is it's not about us or what alex does or what i do or what all the other people do but it's about providing a global platform to connect people and i was really proud to see when we did when when we looked at the stories last year we found that we've helped over 400 people Search for their families. I mean, not every story was a success story. In the success that you see in the movies, like a happy ending, but person, people got to meet their, get to connect with their, with their biological families. And I think some people just knowing, you know, what's happened is important for them. They don't necessarily want an emotional connection. We've also found that's really interesting. And I definitely can relate to that. But it was also really interesting that we've heard stories of people that had the most like you know challenging life you know even being adopted but they're still passionate about adoption because they can see the bigger picture but then we also get people that might not be so so lenient towards adoption and i think we found we're finding that every person's view on adoption and like anything in life is is a product of their own life experiences and what what they also of their own knowledge and I think that's really great because I think I'm Adopted has become also a platform where people share their views on adoption. And in w- our study, we actually found that's also a big view where people want to provide, or they're naturally providing advocacy in a form where they might not be so confident. And we also find that women predominantly initially share more of their, of their stories than males. And that's really interesting. We did I didn't know this before, so it was really interesting to see. And I think we're also finding we want to... Ch- I'm adopters is moving towards we want to provide in New Zealand some tangible support of gathering adopted people together. So uh, first of that has been already last year and this year having our meetups and we're going to try and have them more regular. We've actually got one coming up on the 13th of, t- of July next weekend on Saturday that's really exciting but we're even planning to do more where we can actually create tangible connections and provide opportunities for adoptees to grow with each other but also challenge each other because i think we really want to you know get on the ground and we really you know provide an opportunity to facilitate support and growth of adoptees regarding the background despite any of their backgrounds so that's really exciting and Alex done a real Alex Gilberts done a real great job you know it's really hard and you know he's done this all voluntary like all of us have done so he can be really proud of what he's established and, and a testimony me of that is to him you know he's last year he was nominated for young new zealander of the year that's a big honor he he comes under the likes of people of of um like people that have been nominated for Young New Zealand of the years is the likes of Doctor Sullivan, a famous doctor. So that's a huge honour of him being nominated for that award. Which I think he right, you know, rightfully deserved that nomination. But he's also, yeah, can testimony see he's also got to meet senior people of the Russian, of the Russian government, Advisors to Vladimir Putin. And that's been a real highlight. Or you know receiving you know him personally connecting families together and there was a recent story in the daily mail of him connecting a family i mean an adoptee to a biological family in in russia so that was really moving or when he met his i think one of the most moving stories of me was when he met his birth father for the first time in st petersburg i think you know watching that movie it was really emotional for me and also on a personal level, Alex become a really close friend to my, of mine. who have learned lots about media and you know how to make videos or take photos because that's his day job as well. Or even just how to present today. If you know, learned quite a lot from Alex about that. And also, you know, we've become really close. We've gone on my birthday to a road trip t- together. All of us, a group of us. So that was really fun. Yeah, so I'm yeah really grateful to be part of. I'm adopted and hope to. S- you know really excited to see what's heading next
0: so that is a story of alexander kush a romanian german new zealand adoptee as well as talking about his journey experiences he also brought up a lot about i'm adopted and why the project and community organization worldwide is very important to himself and why it's close to him so i thank alex for being involved in today's podcast Please you can look up Alex Kush on Facebook. He has a Facebook page. Go ahead. Give him give him some love. Give him some support. As well as remember, never never forget this, but also go and visit the I'm Adopted uh Facebook page on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash I'm adopted org. Everything is there. And until next time, wanna thank all of you guys for listening to this podcast today. It has been really interesting and it's been a real I guess eye opener. In a way, well, listening that it's not an ear opener (laughs) it's been a it's been a very good podcast and i thank all of you guys for listening and until next time thank you very much thank you